Hey guys, welcome back to another Canine Performance Podcast episode where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and today's podcast episode is going to be discussing hard-to-swallow pills and how that relates to dog training. What are the hard-to-swallow pills in dog training? Um, On my post today on Instagram, it is the 14th, February 14th, it is Valentine's Day. I used a couple of examples in my post, and some of the things that I had mentioned were uh, about canine obesity. I think that that was the one that was discussed the most in the comments and how, uh, you know, some people will say that their dogs are stocky or they're big boned or they're thick, but in all actuality, your dog is suffering from obesity or being overweight. So that can sometimes be a pill that's really hard to swallow. Um, Another one being that if you do not stop your dog from doing a behavior, you are actually telling them that they can continue to do that behavior. Uh, Getting your dog trained does nothing unless you continue to do that work when they come back home. And then two last ones that I had used as my examples where um, it's not all about how you raise a dog. Genetics actually play a huge role. And then finally, balanced training is science-based training. And so like I mentioned, the one that grabbed the most amount of traction um, was the one that I thought that would, which is discussing canine obesity. And there's been a lot of attention on this topic. So that's the one that I'll probably primarily focus on the most during this podcast episode. And why that is a quote-unquote hot topic or a hard-to-swallow pill. So um, I like to look at the discussions surrounding these hot topics in dog training um, because it you can glean a lot of data and information about why these problems are occurring, and you can often find your solutions to these problems in the discussions. And essentially what all of these hot topics or these pills that are really hard to swallow, all that it comes back down to is a lack of education and knowledge. And for me, I am in the dog training space. I purposefully seek out new knowledge information, methods, techniques, ideas. I am surrounded constantly. I am very ingrained into the dog training industry. So these things aren't as shocking to me. They are common sense. They're second nature. But I'm in the industry and I purposefully seek out this information. And so whenever these sorts of topics come up, they can be quite triggering to some people because they are in the industry like I am. They are just a dog owner. They're a pet owner. And uh, sometimes their ideas of dog ownership is very, very different from my ideas of dog ownership because of society standards, uh, the types of people that they surround themselves with, um, what sort of concepts of training, uh, methodologies, techniques, Um, that they have been exposed to. Sometimes that's very, very little. Um, Have they had bad experiences when they have tried to branch out into new knowledge? They've come across something possibly unsavory that they didn't like. Um, And then one of the comments on my Instagram post actually really caught my attention uh, because someone essentially said that 
um, some of these uh, hot topics can be hard to handle mentally for some people because they grew up with dogs their entire life that were a specific way. And so that's the normal. They don't know any other way at all. Um, and so for example, going back to canine obesity, um, when they see a picture of a dog that is actually healthy and fit and they are the breed standard, it's so outside of what they see and perceive as normal that they actually classify a healthy and fit dog as underweight or starved and that dog is being abused. When in all actuality, it's potentially the other way around and their dog is the one that is obese or overweight. And so, you know, it's the same principle that I keep on coming back to that there is a lack of consolidated education and information for dog ownership all in one place that someone can go to and trust and learn. Um, And one of the questions that I had asked on my Instagram post is how can we overcome uh, this challenge in the industry? There is so much polarization. Um, There's a lot of controversy and people can get very heated and a lot of debates can spark up really, really quickly um, surrounding these different sort of topics. Uh, The types of tools that you use, the techniques of how you use those tools, um, the different foods even that you feed your dog, how you exercise your dog, how you refer to your dog, all these different things. They're under intense scrutiny and people have very loud objections towards these different things. Um, And so building a community, um, you know, across all these different platforms, but especially as especially on Instagram, has been really beneficial because uh, there's so many ideas and a lot of different perspectives being thrown around. And so I get to kind of collect all this data and really ruminate on the different ideas that people are dropping in the comments and, you know, sharing on their stories or privately messaging me. And um, so while, yes, it is about education and knowledge and finding new and better ways, but it's also how the information is delivered. And so this was actually a really good learning experience for me, uh, just because surrounding these hot topics in dog training and dog ownership, um, a lot of the comments were also centered around how the information is delivered. And for me personally, I know that I can get very passionate. I can get very heated, maybe even just a touch of sassy sometimes on the things that I firmly believe in. Um, But I think that especially today's post, it was a good lesson for me as someone that is putting out suggestions and the knowledge that I know. I'm not saying that my way is the way to train. It is a way to train, um, but I still need to be mindful of how I am presenting this information surrounding these hot topics. And so far, I, I feel good and I feel confident in the way that I have portrayed a lot of this information, but I would also encourage all of you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are sharing information on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, wherever it may be, that you be mindful and considerate for some of these individuals that do not possess the education and the knowledge that you do. 
that they are used to a different way of living with their dog that they perceive as normal and therefore is the right or the okay way to live with their dog and how they should view them and treat them and raise them and so on and so forth that the information that we provide to people is in a way that can be readily accepted and I think that that is the big thing of why things are so polarized just because I have been on the receiving end of some accounts on Instagram saying some pretty nasty and cruel things not just towards me but towards some of the people that are on Instagram that follow my content because it is a different way of training and so they attack personally Um, they are belittling, um, they're, can be quite cruel at times. And, you know, that's not a way to change the way that people view these hot topics, or it doesn't have to be a hot topic, just something that you believe in when it comes to all things dog ownership. And so, um, you know, kind of wrapping up this whole idea that, um, you know, keeping an open mind when you come across things, not just with dog training, but in anything in life, you come across something that you feel like you don't have a lot of education and knowledge on to just chalk it up to, I guess I don't know a lot about that, but going out and finding more information, becoming more knowledgeable. And the more knowledge that you, um, you know, pour into yourself, you'll be able to decipher what's good information and you want to take from that and what's not so great information and it doesn't align with your ethics or morals or how you train or raise your dog and you leave that portion behind. But educating yourself further when you don't know something, if something triggers you, kind of finding out why that is and then obtaining some more information so you can understand it more. A lot of the times whenever we are triggered by something, it's typically from a lack of understanding and we're operating from a very um, closed off and um, offensive mind space just because we take it so personally. And so that would be my recommendation to all of you guys listening to this is to continue educating yourself, continue finding that knowledge, new ideas, being open to new things, trying it out, um, and looking for the deeper reason behind the why of everything that we do. And then when it comes to spreading education and information and knowledge, doing it in a way that is not attacking or belittling or, um, you know, giving advice when it's not asked. Um, I think that those are some really big tips and key takeaways that uh, we can take away from this topic that we were discussing on Instagram today. But anyway, that's all that I have for you guys for this podcast episode. If you haven't checked out our Instagram, you can find us there. It's canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can find us on Facebook under the same name. On YouTube, you can search Natalie Dobkins or canine performance. And if you're listening to this podcast um, and you've gotten some good information from it, uh, some new ideas, you've just enjoyed it. Maybe you'll have some suggestions, whatever it may be. Um, I would really love and I would really appreciate your feedback if you could leave a review. It helps a lot more than uh, you may possibly think. Uh, So if you could do that, I would really appreciate it. Um, You know, if you have any ideas about some of the content that we're creating, I'm always open to feedback and constructive criticism. So send me a DM on Instagram. But that's all that I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening.